there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. We're giving Sharky total control over what happens in football, and we're allowing him to make (laughs) five big changes to football that he wants right now. We're going to chuck in a a few as well. I would just get rid of the red cards. This might sound crazy. I'm going to try and take a player for Arsenal. And um, I'll take Harry Kane. And yeah. I think, <laughs> because I think because Arsenal City would genuinely be the classical now with modern facts. Yeah. Genuinely back. That, that game that is what Messi and Ronaldo was, it would be Arsenal and City. For me, I think that's the ripple effect. I think the Harry Kane one, as I said, I think it would be a more spiteful <laughs> one and definitely would hurt me more. But I think the Mbappe one changes the football sphere. Who's the Drake that you want? I like the 2 a.m. driving by myself. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the really yeah, yeah. sentimental looking back and you're like, shit, I let that one get away from me. <laughs> yeah. I should call her. <laughs> that's the Drake we all need. That's, that's, the Drake, right. that's the Drake that hits me the most. Okay. But you, you had that ready in the uh, Sheffield United Tottenham game and then last minute. Last minute. Hey, hey, all changes, baby. Right, guys, welcome back to the Ripple Effect. Uh, been waiting to do this one for a while delighted to have sharky with me and um, we've we've made our way through sds if we're honest <laughs> and it wasn't just to get to you but it's it's an amazing thing that we can uh, have you and uh, have a chat and mm. i look forward to, to jumping on sds at some 100%. point uh fuad joins me again we had a good time didn't we a couple of weeks ago which is great and uh yeah amazing to have you here as well and uh producer kai joins us as well hot off the back of all sorts of brand deals that i'm sure he probably wants to you know chew the ear of sharky and and the rest of us because he's he's turning into an influencer guys so do not follow him i need him (laughs) nearby me swing someone in my way yeah exactly yeah (laughs) yeah pop a link yeah can you pop a link in your stuff for me (laughs) um so uh, yeah amazing to have you guys here we're gonna do two podcasts i'm so excited to do both of these podcasts the first one's going to be probably a bit different to some of the podcasts that you've heard uh, with us because it's going to go all over the place and it's going to be incredibly conversational that's what I want from this one because when it's international break things kind of turn up but they're things that kind of I don't know don't feel as like hot maybe yeah as uh, hot off the back of um, a weekend's football um, and then the second one I'm well excited about because I've, I've just been trying to figure out this new format and a way of doing tier lists differently. So in the second podcast out this week, we're we're creating something I've called the Pyramids of Alcott, mm. which is very exciting. Nice. And where we're going to be uh, working our way through the most impactful um, managers of Premier League history. But it's a pyramid. So I've kind of explained it already. Anyway, uh, word of the week is boss, uh, a person who exercises control or authority. Is that Sharky? Sharky the boss? Uh, uh, STS I have boss. boss tendencies. You know, I yeah. could be, I could be a leader. I think I'm a good leader. Yeah, but also, you know, I like unity. You know, yeah. I like everyone. Not not just me being the boss. I want mm. everyone to have a say. You want that team? I want yeah. that team. Team okay. is more important for me. Um, one question I did want to ask you, 
was um, we were just chatting there about sort of like ideas and things like that. And I think you you have it yourself. Mm. I like I've seen you sort of tweet a few times about uh, you have this idea and then you kind of write it down. Yeah. Um, I think. I feel like kind of similar in terms of like when you're looking at like your channel or your career and mm. how you're looking to to maneuver that. And for it, I, I know we had a long chat after um, last time you were on. Yeah, it's such an interesting space. So if I can just ask you about that, like how do you feel um, about SDS and about your sort of creativity right now? Are you sort of enjoying where you're at because you must be so busy? Yeah. Um, but you also. I get the feeling you enjoy finding new creative sort of mm. ways of molding content, creating content because it's something you've been doing for so long. Mm -hmm. So yeah, where are you at in that in that space right now? For, I mean, for sure. I mean, I always say SDS is like my baby, my my prized possession. I tweeted the other day saying it was my worst idea. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> but it's like sometimes I'm like, this is the worst thing I've done because I'm just like, okay, cool. Football is the biggest sport in the world. I love it. Football is incredible. And I love the fact that I have a platform where I can talk about it with people who just love football rather than just picking people that actually have big names, which is why I like love SDS so much because people have grown from SDS rather than sure. just getting big names for, for views. Um, so it's great. And but I'm always just like, I always have that this feeling of like, I get unsatisfied a lot. I'm just like, okay, cool. Sick. We've gotten to this level. Damn, I want, I want to do something else yeah. now. Like, how do I turn it you, into it, a brand now? Right, yeah. Do you, want, do you want more and bigger? Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. kind of in that So for me, it's like, cool. We got to the level where it's, in my opinion, one of the biggest and the best podcasts for football. Great, cool. But now I'm like, I don't want it to just be a podcast. Yeah. I'm like, we've got such a sick group of people with like personalities that are like unbelievable and everyone's got like their own little things it's like a sitcom you know there's, there's this guy who's come from America this Yang that everyone makes fun of there's this old Arab uncle kind of guy there's Fuad who you take the mick out of because he's older than us like, it's like such an eclectic group of people and I'm just like why just leave it at the podcast why not turn it into a brand channel where it's like the podcast is the key feature of the SDS which is once a week but why don't we upload multiple videos throughout the week which are shorter concepts, which are like game shows, which are like, you look at the Sidemen and the Beta Squad, but that of the football kind of world. So it's, it's like... I'm it's the Beta Squad the big part of what's what's pulling at you here because um, you've you've sort of seen it happen yeah. already, right? Mm. And you're kind of, and you've seen it ahead of you with the, the Sidemen as well. For sure. Is that something... Is it the similar mould that you want to see with, with SDS or do you want to take it in a different way? Similar, similar but different. So yeah. it's like, cool. I'm like, okay, I want to make those kind of videos where it's like we do the weakest link or that's what we did like mastermind where I just want to do yeah. things where it's like it brings people's personalities out more I want to travel to games with, with these guys and yeah. really show their personality but the podcast is always going to be the key feature that's going to be the thing that people love the most and, 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 and that's what we're about but I do want to just turn it into a brand rather than just a podcast so I'm always caught between that and I'm like damn like why did I start this and yeah. I'm like because I want to make it bigger and bigger and bigger, sure. but I don't feel like I'll ever be fully satisfied and I don't know what I need to do. Fred, is, it, is there a sort of a, do you have like an overriding trust? To, I don't know the whole like workings of, of it, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it feels like Sharky's kind of like in it and been there a little bit. Yeah. So there's like, it's one where you can kind of give him, are you yeah. giving him the keys at the moment? Like, how do you feel about it as being, as a member of it? I'm, I'm almost like the, the latest signing to the squad, if you yeah, like. So I've kind of seen it from like the, this year, if you like. And I think that's the, the biggest thing with himself is Sharky's brain is almost like a ticking machine. I think just from the time I've kind of seen him where 
you're kind of thinking, right, he doesn't just see this as a podcast. He's already thinking, when I came in, I think the second month, he was already thinking about the live show, which happened like, I think, six, eight months down the line. Type mm. thing. So he's got plans and things ahead so far ahead where you're kind of thinking, he's very experienced in this. He's been there, he's done that, he's got the t-shirt. And the thing is, it's how grounded throughout it all he is. You're kind of just like, do you know what? How can you not kind of trust him? So, and with everything we have done, I mean, the IRL videos, the the live shows, the masterminds, mm. it's, and that's just within this kind of year, it's, you're kind of thinking everything's kind of gone the way it's supposed to go. And it's the feedback has kind of been very organic, very natural. The audience has taken to it. We've gained new audiences, I'd like to think as well. And it's, everyone just seems kind of like, where have I been and where mm. have we been? Sleeping? And that's kind of the feeling you want to give people when they kind of mm. discover you the first time. It's like, oh my God. I've just discovered this kind of treasure trove of content. And then when you realize, oh, it's not just the three guys I saw on the podcast this week and even small little tweaks like this season, I think he's realized that I've got a nine-man team. Yeah. How can I keep the squad happy? Yeah, so that must be tough. Previously, I think it used to be kind of bring three guys in. We filmed two episodes yeah. in a day. And what you find is by the second episode, guys are normally a little bit tired, jaded, mm. especially on a Monday night yeah, after sure. the weekend. We filmed late. We, we film late. <laughs> like, is that because you just won't sit down? No, because of that. It's, it's a just mixture of stuff. People like a lot of people still have like normal nine to five sure, jobs. Yeah, um, so it's like we have to, we don't start filming until like nine p.m., ten p.m. You know, and sometimes it's like we leave the studio two three a.m., which is right. crazy. Yeah. Um, but, but it just yeah. goes to show that like even this season with the midweek, he's just kind of broken up a little bit. Where he's just been like, Do you know what? Let the first. Mm. Uh, session get done then the second session we'll get another set of three guys and that just kind of keeps rotation and mm. with us it's just kind of flowing in yeah it just keeps it like mm. a i mean fun house to have the like. ingredients is great like again i feel like we're similar in terms of like that that sort of heads always spinning like mm. never sort of stop in terms of like how you can do it like, and i think you've got some great ingredients there which is um, which is awesome i also think and this is why like i think i don't know I know I haven't said this to you, but I was worried I was a little bit overpassionate with you. This sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> After the pod. But I'm just nah. like, I feel f like I'm, I want everyone to get their piece. Yeah. And I, well, I'm so desperate for everyone to do so. well right now. And it's there. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. there. And so for myself, on a personal level, I'm like, I want to make something enormous here. And I think, I think if I can do it, if I can, do you know what? I think I can do it if I slow down. Mm. That's where I'm at at the moment. It's yeah. like, this, the more space I can get and that's why I quite enjoyed this uh, I enjoy international breaks because I kind of take my foot off it a little bit yeah. and it allows you to let the like the sort of creative wheels or like the business wheels which are like I didn't I didn't know I had business wheels like I just yeah. knew I was like a producer and then able to make content and so yeah it's, it's so good to see everyone kind of making those moves and this is a podcast where I, I know we've got a bit of a mix of people that just like football and then people that love YouTube as well. But for those of you who don't really, you know, watch YouTube, like YouTube, I almost get annoyed at the word YouTube because mm. it's like, we're creating businesses here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like as is, as is a lot of different people and you know, Kai's like Kai's family for, you know, to me, like he's part of my team there and mm. I'm so excited and enjoying that element of it. Mm. Um, so you guys must be as well. And so for you, in terms of the the ideas of the business or the content as well, when like when's the moment when you're thinking about that the the most? The business side. Of, to be fair, for me, like we said that about Kai being for me, it's same thing with all the guys from SDS. Like it's it's literally a family. So I need everyone to do well. Really, it's not like I want. It. I need them to do well because yeah. it'll make like everything else go really well. Because 
bringing in people like Fuad, Leah, so mm. they already have experience in doing, they already have their own shows. So it helps me yeah, just yeah. as much as it helps Do you know what, just quickly, like, I, I've seen it when it's not, when it's a fake family. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not, people aren't truly wanting you all to do well yeah. and it fails. Always. And, and have a look, you know, I don't know, look at football media in 2017 yep. and all of the guys and the, the faces they're still they're still killing it mm-hmm. but the companies are aren't there anymore because they were worried about holding people back whereas you see that the sidemen beta squad you guys like you have to, it has to be that way mm-hmm. because otherwise people just like then it becomes who's got the most yep and then it's dangerous very right? dangerous very yeah. dangerous and it's got to be organic as well i feel yeah. like and i think that's the benefit with our group you've got so many different characters it's almost like no one can step on each other's souls because we're all so different i mean we've got i think three united fans yeah could it be more polar different if you tried i mean we've <laughs> yeah. got three arsenal fans yeah. all different as well so it's kind of like everyone just kind of leans into what they're kind of good at. And I guess in a family, if you've got a big family, I've got one. Same. That's kind of how it is. You're all from the same mum and dad, but yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. different or crazy in their own little way, if you like. That's amazing. Um, well, yeah, congrats, boys. And uh, keep it going. It's good. Right. Uh, so there are too many people uh, with a say in what goes on within football these days. And due to this, we often see inconsistencies and absurd things happening. But not anymore, as we're giving Sharky total control oh. over what happens in football. And we're allowing him this. to make. I <laughs> oh, see. I was hoping that whole ramble there, I was hoping he was a dictator. But it doesn't come out that way. Sadly. Uh, we're allowing him to make five big changes to football that he wants right now. We're going to chuck in a few, a few as well to discuss in this episode of TRE we're giving Sharky the free reign to either sway football to suit his agenda or to fix football and uh, the best thing of all is we have no idea what he is about to say dangerous times right (laughs) so rule changes we've got a few different sort of criteria here cool we've got uh, a rule change on the pitch Uh, there's a tactic that you uh, must banish there's one transfer that you can make but of course this could lead to ripple effects so be wary and obviously, everyone at home, make sure you uh, you do it. Or oh, you're probably not sitting at home. You're probably all over the place. Um, also, make sure you give us a five-star rating. That would be massively helpful. Thank you very much. Uh, kit change, which is an interesting one. As you know, as a fashionista, we can talk about the hat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just had a quick chat about it already. Sharky making moves on Saturday. Um, and, and we will talk about the uh, the fight um, as well. And then change, a change to something about the fans we've popped in at the end. Because I think that is a, a, there's a lot of discussion around that. So, uh, Sharky. Yes. What you got for us? Let's uh, <sighs> rule change on the pitch. Should we go with that? Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Let's do it. You know, like I'm not a dictator. I need to. <laughs> I can be swayed. Yeah. So on the pitch... Yes, boss, yes, boss. Very <laughs> <laughs> kind. Yes. Listen, football, football's great, but a lot of it is wrong. You know, things can be yeah, changed. Um, so on the pitch, um, one of the things I, I think I would want to change is throw-ins. Okay. It needs to be kick-ins. Mm. I think throw-ins are pointless nowadays, you know? It's Interesting. like, why are we using our hands? <laughs> it's you called know? football. It's called football. Yeah. So... Kickings need to happen. That's one thing. Okay. What do you guys think about that first? Let's talk kickings. I mean, how much more fun would that make football? I agree with that. And and it keeps the game moving quick. You get it? You can pass it in, rotate it around. Part of the tactic. It keeps it more to the core of foot. 
pool. It does, it yeah. does, it does. <laughs> and essentially, it can actually be way more dangerous. You think yeah. of it, it's almost like a corner from anywhere yeah. on the <laughs> touchline, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. And nobody wants that, let's be honest. I, I think it makes the game more dangerous. I'm, I'm keeps not sure. it more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew I'm one. with that one. It, it, it's okay. a little bit what we do on five sides, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. James yeah. on his knees. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> put his poor groins yeah. and knee. Please. So, okay. Let's within this rule you can add additional rules. Let's see yes, if we can okay. get somewhere that could work. Okay. Like, first of all, if you're just having kick-ins, then well, Harland is buzzing. First of all, okay. How about second of all, everyone's enormous. Okay. How about <laughs> um, Pulis is back. How about if the throw-in is in your half, it could be a kick-in, so you can pass it in. If it's in the opposition half, it has to be a throw-in because if it's an opposition half, it'll basically be a corner from anywhere. Exactly. But if it's in your own half, oh. if it's in your own half, it could be kicked in. Which basically allows the game to flow because you get it your own half, you pass it into your center, one twos and stuff, and you can keep the play moving. Because I was gonna say that would essentially, if you did it all completely kick-ins, it makes Rory Delap's career redundant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we don't have the legacy of Rory Delap. Yeah, he's totally irrelevant. Isn't he? <laughs> Literally, yeah, there's no media work for Rory Delap. <laughs> Goalkeepers are willing to give away throw-ins instead of corners. Yeah. That's that's how yeah. corners, sorry, instead yeah. of throw-ins. See, I was I was mixing, I was deciding between that and and the whole Sinbin thing because with Sinbins. It's it's always been part of like the, the thought process for many many years. And should this be in football like a an orange card? For example? I think that's the one. I think that's, that's why I wore this because, top. Because yeah, see, <laughs> I'm, like, why, I'm like, there's so much exclusively. On <laughs> there's so much. Um, like you see Rodri, for example, yeah. so much tactical fouls. How many of those would be orange cards? You know, yes. how many, because because yes. what if you what if you get a sim bin for a couple of minutes? Now it changes the game tactically because now if you lose if you're playing down for like five minutes or two minutes for example, now you have got two minutes and you're playing as ten men and it changes everything. So just to finish on, I like this. Yeah. We'll come back to with the kick-ins, the in your own half. What I quite like about that yeah. is is that you might um, there, there's an opportunity there for like a sort of hail mary, like last minute. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're going down the side, it would make people awkward in terms of like pressing because you normally use the the sideline yep. yeah. as a, as another defender. Yeah. But you would stop doing that because the player would then be looking to like flick it off you. <laughs> yeah. But then if they try and flick it off you to try and get themselves the hail mary yeah. and f- and just kick it out, yeah. then that is disaster. <laughs> that yeah, is such a bad look. Yeah, we so I kind of quite I quite like that element of it. I yeah. do think. How do you feel about long balls? I'm fine with long yeah, okay, balls. Longball. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an old Do you feel like, would you like to see more long balls? Because I, I, did, we, I, um, I saw this thing the other day and it was about the amount of passes in yeah, a game. Yeah. So this is partly down to the speed of the game, but also sort of, you know, like bounce back passes and mm-hmm. short passes generally. Like the amount of passes in a game has gone like kind of through the roof yeah. over the years. And there's less, you know, that, that phrase of like a volume passer, mm-hmm. like that was a thing like yeah. a little while ago. Yeah. And, you know, say Alonso, or I saw this Gerard compilation uh, pop up on Twitter the other day. That was shocking, by the way. Mm. They, they what, all, you thought they were bad all passes? All the balls were head height or yeah, smashed into them. They were Nine, tough. Yeah, 90% of them were just dirk out. Oh, good, you mean? No, bad. You feel that bad? You can't pass into someone's head. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I saw the skulls comp like that as well, though. Yeah, yeah. but there was a two. Yeah, per- perfect to his feet. <laughs> the editor oh didn't do him any favours, I don't think. <laughs> it was a lot of... Um, like one little pop to the corner all the way over to the other side, which is interesting. But I, yeah, I like a, I like a through ball and a long ball. So I'm kind a of long like, ball, oh, not bad. Like, it can tip over though, can't it? That's yeah, the thing. And people always trying to find the edge. So if you had that, I think the sort of the Pulis ball or do you start, do you sort of like last five minutes of game of a game, 
Edison is like left Man City. He's now playing for Everton. Everton are in the Top. League Cup final, right? Sound. Right, okay. <laughs> and uh, and they need they need a hail mary, right? So they put. Actually, this doesn't really work. I was going to say they put Edison as like a right-sided centre back, no, so that no. when they get the throw in, yeah. you've still got a goalie in. Yeah. But he can go and take the kick because you're going to want people who can smack the ball up for the straight to Carvalho's head. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sin bin. I like the sin bin. I think I it's inevitable. Why, yeah, I don't know why it hasn't I, been introduced. I like it feels inevitable. Feels inevitable. I would just get rid of the red cards. This might sound crazy. Ooh. But I think Sinbin... Of course you would. Oh, my God. Have you seen him play football? Of course he would. I was thinking... Hear me out. Hear me out. Now, I think the red card should... Have you ever met Adam McCola? No, I haven't. You should talk to him about football. Adam McCola got sent off in a a friendly that we played. Oh, in Ibrox the last time I saw you. Yeah, yeah. In Scotland. He got sent off off in a charity game. So, (laughs) we've got something in common there. Are you like? Are you got a switch? Have you? Or I'm. You... I'm very much a front foot defender. I would say. I'm a very big appreciator of the art of right. defending. I call it. Sure. Um, but no, I, I think red card for, of course, violent, extreme things. But I think if you do introduce the orange card, if you like, as a sin bin, I think so many of what is classified as a red card would be under that. That the red card would almost become very minimal. For mm. example, I don't know dangerous tackles so do you like think that. you know how at the end of the game the full official puts up the board on how many minutes are left uh, of added time there are mm-hmm. do you think that could, that should be the case of the sin bin so depending on the severity of the f- challenge the full official decides how long the sin bin is yeah yeah rather than all being the same because it could be like you could have a two minute sin bin do you know what it could be no. you know those cards or those things you can like if you heat it up it gets <laughs> it like the colour changes yeah 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 right? so yeah, yeah. it'd be like a, ooh, the crowd would be going ooh he's going <laughs> four minutes <laughs> eleven minutes yeah. off, off. Yeah, that could work could nah work. I think I like the set time punishment but, if, but, you, if you get an orange card, you're 15 minutes out of the game. And 15, 15? Yes, because 15 minutes What's is that, enough to know you're costing your no, no. team, yeah. but it's not for the whole game. Mm. And in that 15 minutes now, the pressure's on the other team to step it up. Mm. What so happens for me, in the 95th minute? Do they miss the next 10 next minutes? Next 10 minutes of the next oh, game. yeah. Oh, you know what? I like that. Fun. I like that. Roll over. That's good. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I think Sinbin's worked. I'm not... I like Sim. The kickins. Do you know? I'm not sure. I really. I there was one thing football fun. There was one thing you touched on. It was not fun it. anymore. I think. What about what about kickins? But it's like ten yard maximum. But then how do you measure that sometimes? It's tough. Be yeah. good. I'm just trying to make the time. I'm just trying to make the sport fun again to play because I'm retired right now. And Are you? Yeah, I'm retired. Wow, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, I've retired, but I want to play. Why again. have you retired? I just don't enjoy it anymore. Not feeling it. Yeah, man, not for really. Me. More yeah. of a paddle player. I played paddle. Like. I played Mate, last I'm night. ready. I'm like, I played last night. Unbelievable. Did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ask, ask Faisal what happened. The Faisal messaged me. Smoked him. Faisal messaged me. He goes, he goes, you ready for a call up? Because I said, like, I'm, I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I can do this. Yeah. And um, he goes. 10 till 11 and slough. PM. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? 10 till 11. <laughs> That's actually the time slot we played last yeah, night. That's they... what is going, how are you playing the 10 till 11? Once again, like I said, Nothing against slough. No, like, random I, times. like I said, once again, I'm more than happy to play at 3 p.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m. I don't care. But some people, they, they can only do late night. I hear that. Yeah. And I can do I can do any time of the day. I don't care. I love the sport. So same as last night. I am night. so played, keen to play that. We played 10 to 11 When was it last night. week when you like, just randomly called me up, was it? Yeah. I think it was oh. like 8pm on like I a mean, random Thursday. They just yeah. said, I'm ready. What are you doing? I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching TV. 
Championship style, uh, well, essentially Champions League football, where two teams go at it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think there's still too much in the Premier League of cat and mouse, like slow play, and I just want like I just get at it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, those games are far I, more fun. Yeah. I agree. To watch. So that was more like yeah. In the next one was like to change the tactic, right? That was more like that for me. So like, I, 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 the low block, man. I was like, come on, like I. I don't enjoy it because I don't know. Arsenal haven't really played that. We mm-hmm. played it a little bit when I first came, but teams like Man United, like Mourinho, like Chelsea, I played it and it's just annoying. It doesn't make football fun. Yeah. Stop playing a low block. Play progressive football. Play. Do you think Do you think that if if you kind of stop the low block and people just go like like men in black, you know, the, the like yeah. memory thing, people are like, well, we can't defend deep, we just can't do it. That, do you think it would be as as outrageous a scoreline as the teams that play a low block fear. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah, there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of is the drop through balls. There'll be a lot of like biggest higher scorelines, but hey, that makes it more entertaining. Does it? That's the thing you see. I always think we're, we're almost falling into the basketball American sport. Hey, how fun are those? Of, of just no, but this is the thing. We assume <laughs> that the more points you get, the more points. How many breaks do they take? So when you're watching a basketball game, you're bored half the time because it's like, all right, they've scored seven, 77 points, but third quarter, the game is done. And mm. for me, I just feel like the, the benefit of football is the tactical battle. And yeah, I feel I like... Yeah, no, I'm talking block... about more for the casuals. Like, a ca- or like new viewers. We new... don't want the new casuals. Yeah. We want the hardcores. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, for, it's, I, it's for the 80%. 80, like, there's like 20%, I always say, is like a hardcore. Yeah. And the 80% are just casual viewers. And the casual viewers are most of the market. I but think I... there is an over-focus on... Not an over-focus because, I mean, it works, right? But, like, control. Like, you yeah. understandably want control. Like, mm-hmm. Pep wants control. Deserve wants control. They want control. Like, I get it. But it then leads to the opposition sort of curling up into a ball a lot of the time. Look, you need variance, right? Like, yeah. And West Ham have done really well with that this year in terms of being able to, like, hurt teams on the break. And 
I think the problem is with that is that there's a ceiling to that. Mm-hmm. So you then have to morph into a new team. Like you, I don't think you, I don't think you can win a Premier League title playing counter-attacking football anymore. I don't think it's possible. I hear that, but then could Atletico Madrid not be a proof of that you can still somehow be a successful club competing for trophies yeah. and doing it in that manner? I look at Juventus, maybe not as successful as they used to be, but under Allegri, they were mostly that as well. Uh, okay, Conte were going back to maybe 2017. But that's what that I'm saying, probably, but that was probably James the last. said any more. Any like more. Now. In the Premier League, now. I think I can understand it, but I don't think in football ball totality it matters like that and especially it shows when you go to the Champions League and in Europe mm. Kai what do you think Champions League is different I think we're starting to see Simeone give up on the defensive style now because he's trying to move to an attacking style he's moved this to season. five at the back that's yeah. more attacking somehow but and he's getting a bit found out and it's more attacking and then draws nil-nil with Betis anyway so I think he might be getting left behind yeah because I just think teams and Clubs are just so smart now. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was this idea, obviously, with Mourinho, that's like, well, um, you know, if you haven't got the ball, you can't lose the ball. Yeah. And often the way you, that you're going to win a game is in transition when the opposition makes a mistake. And I think there's still obviously a place for that. But teams and players are so good now that think, like they're able to kind of, they're not making those same mistakes. I, I think mean, the thing you yeah. can't do now is like just sit back defend and hope nah, you, get nah. you you now must have something, something on the you offense have engage, you have you to have, have something to, on the yes. counter you have to have some type yeah. of threat there's no more of just we might get a I don't know I remember was it Wigan when they beat City in that FA Cup that yeah, one yeah, corner yeah, right yeah, at the yeah. end no you actually have they to played have well something. in that game because Wigan fans be losing their mind but that kind of hit and hope at the end but now you've got to have that threat and I think that's what has been kind of cancelled out how much better do you think football can get I don't like I don't after now what Pep's done and everything how much better can you get how much you know more innovation do you think there can be in this sport I don't know you know uh, let's not ruin what's perfect in my opinion I you think it's like, perfect I, I, top I, of the league you think it's okay maybe not perfect but I think sometimes we call for too drastic a changes I think we're at a stage right now where football is entertaining it's competitive and maybe the is it as entertaining as it was let's say 15 years ago I think the quality of players makes a difference there It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's a good question, because I guess the like the counter argument is like we were just chatting about yeah. um, Qatar and the, that was the best World Cup we've ever seen ever, right? Like the games were amazing, mm-hmm. and you know that's not long ago. Um, the question I often like to ask people is when when for you was football like perfect when it comes to like you're talking about say defensive elements of it like mm. being able to make a tackle and mm. like it, it, what is the year for you where you were like I stop. Like I loved it like it was then. It's mad because 
obviously I'm an Arsenal fan and the, the years I'm going to say are the years were like Arsenal I should say now we're one of the best teams in Europe mm -hmm. right now but for me maybe it's it's the game time. itself the though. game itself for me is like maybe it's because of the time of my life I was in high school so it's like those years I don't know everything you look back at nostalgia in a good way but those years from like 2006 to like 2012 13 where when, th those yeah. kind of years for me because especially when I was going through high school yeah. it was like I oh, know, like United would have bet United and Chelsea were competing in the Premier League a lot. Mm -hmm. Like they were in the Champions League finals. Barcelona was like, dominant. Those years for me is like Spain, Spain uh, yeah. were dominating international football, Euros and World Cups, three three tournaments in a row. For me, and and I suffered a lot of like bad times in those years because um, I was born in the Netherlands, like for yeah. so especially 2010 World Cup, my the country I was supporting back then lost the World Cup. Heartbreak. Arsenal coming fourth and all that stuff. We lost to. Uh, Birmingham in the League Cup final those times we lost to why are you laughing you're winning overall if I don't know about we, we won the League Cup yeah. 10 times we lost to Chelsea in the League Cup those times we had so, but those years for Arsenal fan wasn't great and the Dutch fan wasn't great but for me when I think to football those years were like and peak. Arsenal lost the Champions League in those years but final get to Barca but those years when I think about football it's like some of the best years I it's can funny. imagine the sport it's funny because I always say I think those are the years for everybody it's like that from almost like from 8 to 18 I that's what like, I was going to say those yeah, are yeah. almost like the foundational years where you grow up with your football exactly, idols yeah. where your heroes are made and no matter who you speak to they will tell you that was a golden like for yep. me it was like I would say from 2002 till about 2008 yeah. for me it was like the golden period I feel like after 2008 the Ronaldo and Messi duopoly took over from a yeah, player's yeah, aspect. Yeah. Pep um, and Spain started to figure out this Tika Taka system yeah. where tactics just all went out of win. Before that, you kind of had individual brilliance. You had quality players. You had quality managers. It was just all... It was a genuine fight every season for every title, for every Champions League. And that, for me, was almost like the golden period of football. After that, it just kind of became the sweet science, I call it. The perfected mm. science. And Pep, Messi, Ronaldo... They're all to blame. <laughs> I, I think it's it's tough because, yeah, the, the sort of simplicity of two teams having a go at it and the ignorance maybe to a point in, in comparison to 2023, yeah. that that sort of helps with the sort of purity of an idea of a, of a sport. Like, as we sort of, like, you've took a look at those different sort of times, mm -hmm. say things like tackles you could get away with then and that you can't now like your sensitivity to that I think is often mm. dependent on your age as well so that kind of plays a part like, like I love the old let him know you're there early challenge yeah, you get one. I, I love those the first you're couple minutes one. but nowadays it's seen as like no that's a booking that's got to be a yeah. red card in five minutes and I like, think it's uh, for me with the amount of um, sort of data and, and video and everything that's there it's like changes that used to be sort of three years became a year and now it's become six months and then it's going to become three months i think it's just going to sort of spiral mm -hmm. uh, in terms of being quicker and quicker changes and evolutions but also i think like there'll be some fun within that as well um but like for example uh, we, when we do our managers one um you say talk about uh, antonio conte and the the three at the back and then and also, I think it, was, it might be in the World Cup around that time as well, because we then everyone wanted to Euros. It was, was it the Euros, Euros, yeah. And everyone, everyone wanted to play a back three, but like a lot of things, they got found. It all got found out the sort yep. of year after. Yep. So I think that's just going to happen more and more and, and more quickly and more quickly. Uh, inverted fullbacks being banned was an option. <laughs> I think that's just like I like it. It feels like a bit of a like. I get it. Like I get why it's being done. 
but like it seems like a waste of a fullback. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think I'm like, why is like this only being discovered now? Like, mm. why were fullbacks only overlapping? Do you remember? F- I always used yeah. to think fullbacks were seen as the worst positions on the pitch. Like, yeah. no one wants to be a fullback now. Yeah. Some of the best players in the world are fullbacks. They're almost like secondary wingers <laughs> yeah. nowadays. Let's yeah. be honest. But I remember whenever I'd play like FIFA or whatever, I'd always run with the ball inverted sometimes Ooh. and I was like I never right, realised why fullbacks never do this in real life and now it's started to happen and I'm a bit like oh my, my pro evolution tactics are coming to life yeah. <laughs> I remember this is a bit of a weird one but do you remember Angel Rangel oh yes right at the end of his career he came and played for QPR yeah. so this wasn't that long ago actually and he would get the ball at right back and he would just Come yeah just, just it's like the game it's like the whole picture just gone whoop like mm. switched 90 and he was just making his way and he felt absolutely free and fine and comfortable. Yeah. He'd never give the ball away. Amazing. I remember thinking, why isn't that? That's never... Whereas like most fullbacks go like three yards forward. Oh, there's nothing on. I can't give it to my right winger. Okay, I'm going to come back in and give it safe yeah. to someone else. But yeah, it's funny when I, like something will happen and then it opens up people's minds to it. And I think that that's the thing I try and stick with with football is that like there will be the next thing, the new thing and, and you can always find that kind of in, enjoyment uh, out of it. Uh, one transfer. This is good. I'm excited. That's the one I struggled with. Yeah, because it's like the ramifications. Yeah, the transfer that could change a lot of things, not just for the club they leave and the club they sign for, for football in general. Um, so obviously, I was thinking. First thing I thought was Arsenal. I'm an Arsenal fan. How yeah, can it benefit us? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> of course. You know, absolutely. and I'm like, we need to win things, so we need a striker. <laughs> then obviously, people are like, okay, Haaland's the best. Best goal scorer in the world. I'm not gonna say best striker in the world. I think Harry Kane's still the best striker in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but Harry Kane's just getting on a bit late in his career. It's not even the best Hardy. Who's the Hardy Wilson Hardy? exists? Oh, it's, it's <laughs> not it's a Welsh, striker guy. Welsh love. So Welsh, Welsh love. Um, so I'm I'm gonna try and take a play for Arsenal, and um, I'll take Harry Kane. And yeah. I think, <laughs> because I think because because wow. I, I think he's got another five years solid in him, and because he was like an ex Tottenham player, I think there's a big lots of ripple effects that's going to sure, come from yeah. that. And it's not just ex not just ex Tottenham player, greatest Tottenham player probably ever. So I'll take Gary Kane at Arsenal after by like next season or something, wow. and see how that plays out in football in general when he wins us the league and championship. So you don't want him in January. If he can come in January, I'll gladly take him in January. Oof. He needs to be back in the Premier League and he needs Oof. to be at Arsenal. So I'm taking Harry Because look, Benzema, when, ben, when did Benzema win uh, Ballon d'Or? What, 36? Harry Kane's like what? 31, 2? How old is he? 31. years in him. He's got five His years games in never solid. relied on speed as so well. So Harry Kane's got five said, solid yeah. years in him. And he, he needs to get the record and he needs to win the Premier League trophy <laughs> and come to Arsenal. Arsenal's the place to do get it. Get the effigies ready, man. Off you go, Phil. What are you saying? What would be the ripple effects of Harry Kane moving to Arsenal? It'll be worse than Saul Campbell. Would, yeah. Bigger I, than Saul Campbell. I can't even explain what it would do, honestly. Like, the amount of memories that I just burned. <laughs> just like, it's, it's the, 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 I can't even get my head around it because I'm just thinking... Try and go there. Try and the, get like, the, go the announcement I can already picture oh, would be the, the uh, picture of him uh, celebrating the Invincibles yeah. next to... He's home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Some, <laughs> some, some, and it would just send me Do you remember when um, um, Jane and Sancho signed for Man United yeah. and they put billboards um, over Manchester saying yeah. like what, something about him walking to Manchester because he played for City. Yeah. Right. And then had that. Because Tevez had done Tevez that. Tevez had done that. Yeah. So they did the same. Imagine Harry Kane coming to yeah. Arsenal. Oh, the, the, the marketing you could do on that one. I'm just trying to think what would the atmosphere would be like on his first trip back. Like, I'm sure he would pull a sickie the first four away <laughs> trips because... 
I don't even know how you can make that move after everything he's done. It's insane. No, no chance. Can you imagine? Can you like literally imagine him putting on an Arsenal shirt? That oh, just feels, feels weird, so or... weird. So weird. Well, Henri said it. He looks good in red and white. Yeah. <laughs> oh, after, after the buying <laughs> yeah, game, wasn't it? Yeah. Pff, I, I, nah, I can't even picture it, honestly. If he, no. listen, he, he obviously, it's a tough thing to do. I'm and surprised. I can't picture it either, but I think if he's elite, if you're elite, Harry Kane, and you want to be the best. You know I, think, I think that's more of a spiteful move, though. That's uh, more like a an Arsenal fan thinking, yeah, let's relive the Sol Campbell page. Let's win a title that way. But no, as, you know as an Arsenal, Arsenal fan, you're, you, it's not... The ripple effect is you're starting it and you're out the way of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, It's almost yeah, like you're, 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 you're checking the bell. But for me, it's not even just a spiteful move. Yeah. It's like him as a player, I think he'll suit us very well. You know, with Saka Martinelli bombing forward yeah. in, in like more advanced positions than him, he can help the team so much out. Like with him and Odegaard creating those. Yeah. You know, he'll be so good for us. And um, he's the best striker in the world. We probably need a striker. And we're, we're what, top three, four teams in Europe right now. It's like, of course, the only thing that doesn't make sense for Hurricane coming is that he's a Spurs legend. Mm-hmm. If, it was, if, it wasn't, if that wasn't the case, everything makes sense for Hurricane to come to us. It's a great move. It's a great <laughs> it move. It makes total sense, you know so aside from everything else. Him leading that line at Arsenal. He, he would kill Saka, it. Saka, Martinelli, Kane. Oh he would kill it. a ripple effect. I think that would be a better move. What? Killian <laughs> Any Mbappe other transfer? Yeah. to Arsenal. Mbappe going to anywhere, I think, is a big ripple effect, I think. I think that one for... Almost continuing the Henri legacy. French. I would say, yeah. And it's like you take the mantle of this Arsenal team and where it was, you know, Saka and the Hayland boys, now it's Mbappe's team. <laughs> now the Premier League is unnoticed. Now you've got Mbappe versus Haaland. Who's got, got the a better striker? Our team. Absolutely. All of a sudden it changes the dynamics in the Premier League. It changes oh the dynamic God. in the Arsenal squad. And then you kind of think of the effect it has on Real Madrid. And where kind of the pendulum was kind of yeah. starting to swing their way with a lot of these young players. Yeah, for sure. The big the icing case, on though, the cake, right? yeah, yeah. All of a sudden and goes to Arsenal. At that point, if it comes to Arsenal, Arsenal City would genuinely be the classico now of modern facts. Yeah. Genuinely facts. That, that game that is what Messi Ronaldo was, it would be Arsenal and City. For me, I think that's the ripple effect. I think the Harry Kane one, as I said, I think it would be a more <laughs> spiteful one and definitely would hurt me more. But I think the Mbappe one changes the football sphere. Does he, like I said, any, him going anywhere will do that. Yeah. He doesn't want to play in that position, though, does he? Through the middle. No. Not really, no. That's but your problem. That's that's what I'm saying. And then you need got... someone that wants to play through the middle. Yeah. Can Martinelli play there? Martinelli can yeah, play through the middle, around. but but if Mbappe wanted to play through the middle, I'd rather Mbappe through the middle, Martinelli on the left. Hmm. Saka on the right. That, for me, is a scary front three. The best in the world, I reckon. Just to... Uh, excuse me, shit. You, you made... Speaking of ripple effects, you made an incredible prediction... Uh-huh. Remember when we did Dream Teams? Yes, we did. A we while did. ago. It's been a long time ago now. So this was the start of not last season, the season before. Mm-hmm. And so we did Dream Teams and then we did... Arsenal had lost their first three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot we're of heat. Bottom of the league, yeah. There, were a lot of, there was a lot of heat on Arteta at the time. Yeah. So whilst we're just chatting about Arsenal, we can just sort of jump off the bus here for a second. Um, how did you know? How, you said, you said we will be like we'll be in the top six. Yep. It's going to be absolutely fine. I even tweeted saying we're going to compete for the league in the next two three years, and we were just finished eighth, and we'd finished, we'd lost our first three games of the season. And probably. I think you said we'll win the, like, the next six or something like that. Yeah. And I think you, 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 it was bang on. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what? Why did you believe so wholeheartedly in Arteta at the time? Uh, some things I think you could just see, and I think football now is so obsessed with not giving people chances. 
and maybe it's because I support a team that's given a manager 20 years. So I, I, I don't believe in that change and change and change because I don't feel like you can come into a team that isn't your squad. Is a squad built from like three three different managers. You know, the, the team we came into was like parts of our, our, our Wenger's team, parts of Emery's team. It wasn't his team. Mm. Um, you need at least three years, I think, to really like build your... Now you look at Arsenal, that's Arteta's team. Yeah. The signings, the players, yeah. you know, now we have Raya, he brought in Ramsdale, like that's Arteta's team. And that took a few years. He came in 2019. So I knew that. I was like, cool. First of all, you have to give a manager a chance. Then you could just see little things. The way he, the way he was trying to play football, the way he was, you know, um, playing the game uh, as as a manager. Also, I, I tweeted in 2015 when Arteta was still a player for Arsenal that I'd want to see him as a manager one day. Really? Yeah, it's still on Twitter now. He was still a player for us because don't ask people to dig into your Twitter. No, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. Last time that happened wasn't good. Yeah, but um, what happened was I remember when he was. I remember back in 2012 reading that Pep. This is the great Pep who even in 2012 was great when he was winning multiple trophies. He would call Arteta and ask him for advice on Chelsea, what they're like, and mm. for, for for help with tactics. And seeing all that, and then seeing that he was doing his coaching badges um, in his last season at Arsenal, seeing that as soon as he retired, a month later, he got hired as assistant manager at City. Seeing the City documentary, seeing how involved he was with the players' personal development, like the Sterlings, like the Zinchenkos. Um, now we have Carlos Cuesta, who's similar to what Arteta was at Arsenal, uh, at City. Seeing all of that, and then when he came to Arsenal, seeing how he dealt with that initial squad that he had, Socrates, Mustafi, Maitland-Niles at fullback, Saka was a left-back at that point, um, Pepe, and Danny Ceballos, Aubameyang, he won the FA Cup with that team. I know it was a COVID season, but we beat Liverpool in the league, we beat uh, City in the semi-final, Chelsea in the final, mm. and he was doing that with the tools he was given. Then obviously we started the season badly, but you're forgetting that season that we started badly, the three losses, two of them were, one was the City away, we had 10 men, and one was the Chelsea. Mm. Like and then Brentford away was the first game, so I was like, I don't want to read too much into it, but I was like, this guy's a good, good. You can see he's a good coach and he's a good manager, and you can see he has phases: phase one, phase two, phase three, phase, phase four. And I think we last year we were a phase ahead. This year was meant to be the year that we had last year. I agree with you. Like, I, I felt that I felt a certainty about him as long as he had long enough. Yeah, I think I remember saying, I remember saying, look, he's lost the first three mm. in your first ten games. He needs to be winning. I think he needs to win five of these or six yep. of these. And so it's now. Like if you're mm. between now and, and that. And if, I wonder, I think the first game he won was, it might be Norwich or something. Yeah, it was like, Norwich that season. Win at yeah, Norwich, yeah, I was right? there one nil Norwich. Yeah. Birmingham, and it was yeah. a bad game, but you just got the, got the victory. But I always kind of thought he's got, he's got the gravitas. He's just not got the evidence behind the gravitas. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And I think to th these days you can, um, you can sort of gain it or lose it incredibly quickly. Mm -hmm. And like Ange is a good example of that. Like Ange has like a bit more evidence, so you've been able to give him that gravitas yeah. a quick, a bit quicker, and he's older as well, which I think plays I think a part. You in You saw it. it with Unai just before that as well. Like he came in with kind of a big reputation and got a lot of kind of fans on board, but then the very next season at Arsenal, mm. yeah, it all went south pretty quick. That's what kind of shocked me with Arteta and the fact that you kept faith so well. To be fair, and being given that three years isn't nowadays a common thing oh, let's yeah, be no, honest he did like, well to wiggle through that didn't he yeah mm. and I think getting that mm. FA Cup at first Huge. definitely gave him that kind of bit of leeway in those tough periods but I think having that three years I think was the most important thing yeah, especially a lot of clubs after, wouldn't have given him that yeah especially after a manager like Arsenal when has ran your club for 20 yeah. years you've had the Unai okay we're going to get a credible manager mm. if you know you're going to get someone inexperienced you know you're going to get someone who's 
needs to get their training wheels on, if you like. You have to give him those teething periods. And I think that's the one thing you have to credit the And that's what Chelsea messed up with Graham Potter. Yep. Mm. Do you think fans are a bit more accepting and intelligent in the idea that of, of sort of um, squad evolvement, if that makes sense? Absolutely. Like, like previously we go, oh, no, fix it and fix it now. Whereas I think I think the thing with Arsenal, you're kind of like, well, this is a mess. Mm-hmm. Fans, <laughs> so it's going to take him a second. Fans have always been, I think, fairly well tuned into it. I think the good thing Arteta did very on was set a culture. And in terms of how he dealt with that Aubameyang situation, Mm. let you know very early on, there's no favourites here. He's here to change things from how jokey, laughy Mm -hmm. Mr. Travis Scott behind the scenes were all doing. (laughs) No, now we're here to actually turn this into a serious football institution again. And I think as long as the fans feel that, and I think tactically you could see there were teething problems, but there was something there. And I think the way he spoke in every press conference made you think, do you know what? This is a man whose idea... He has a clarity, behind. doesn't he? he has and, a and it's the same with Ange that like you just touched on there. Yeah. In his press conferences, that clarity and clearness he speaks with, and then you look at his tactics, you can see the foundation That's of what he's trying to do. That's all I need from a manager. Yeah. Clarity and and trying something. Whether it, it might not work every game, but I'm performance over results because mm. long-term, the performances will turn into those good results. I don't like the... And obviously, United fans know they're scraping wins right now. When they do get wins, they're scraping them, you know? Like McTominay doubled the other day where they shouldn't have won that game or the 1-0, I think, against Burnley. The 1-0 against Wolves first games. They're scraping wins. That's results. That's not. That's bad performances. So it's, nothing's changing. Yeah. All I need is clarity from the manager when he speaks and showing genuine like tactical now and principles that it might not work now, but you stick to it. Yeah. Whether Even if you lose this game, next game you don't change the tactic now because you're desperate. No, stick to it because eventually it's going to balance out. It's going to work. You look at, you look at Ange like, against uh, Arsenal away this year. Incredible. He didn't change his tactics no, at all. I and I think that. a lot of Arsenal fans were saying, I dare you to come play in your way. And it worked out in the end. Liverpool at home, he didn't change his tactics. He said, no, two strong teams were still going to set up the same. And I think that's what fans can kind of respect. And United, you touched on there. I think that's, speaking to Cams, mm. he says that's one of the issues I have with Ten Hag, where I know he has principles, but he's not using those. Instead, he's just trying to do whatever it does to paper over the cracks to just get a result. Mm. And I think that's where United fans, this season anyway, they're thinking, you've had 12 months. we'd had this. You've yeah. had the windows. Mm. Now can we get some principles and tactics in place, if you like? Yeah, I mean, he's been let down by other things. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. I and agree. Do you know what? So I did, a, I did a video yesterday. I checked to three, th- the three newly promoted teams, um, fans from each of them. And we kind of got to that same point as well, where you kind of, because if you're not winning, mm. you need something to kind of hang on. And it was interesting. We, we had a Luton fan, couldn't believe they were, you know, couldn't believe they were there, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And, and they were going to enjoy it. And they were like, you know, don't be afraid. He was kind of saying. The Sheffield United fan was, was furious. Like, he's not happy with it because he can't see what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then the Burnley fan was kind of like, we'll be fine. I think we'll be all right. And I think as long as we stick with this, I can see where it's kind of where it's kind of going. So that is, I think, a big thing for all fans. And I do think more so than ever, you can smell it. Like yeah. when it's when it's not. Mm. Um, you can really, really see. Like even companies been very calm in terms of going, performances are okay, like the, the teams we're playing are difficult, like we, we need to get better, but we are getting better. And like that calmness and that clarity can kind of yeah. will um will keep people calm for, for the long run. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Um, so, as you are a, a, a bit of a savant with this sharky, a couple of quick questions. Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, what's going to happen with the goalkeepers? Who's going to... Arsenal? Yeah, how will that end? Oh, see, we'll come back to this. You know, see. Yeah, I don't know, you saying? know, because I, I'll be honest. I think Rams and Rai are the same. Like, I don't think there's one. One is so much better than the other. It was minimal to me. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's one that's so much better than the other. So, I'm just interested to see what's going to happen there. It's clear to see that he, I think he favours Raya. Um, but for me, like I said, I don't think he's so much better than Ramsdale. I think they both, I think he has just as many mistakes in his game um, as as Ramsdale does. Um, I think he's a top keeper, can make top big game match winning saves, but so can Ramsdale. Yeah, that's what he's saying. You know, but Ramsdale did the same thing over the last couple of years. Um, I just think they're the same more or less, and it's just about who Arteta prefers and who trusts him more. And I think maybe who maybe he thinks he can get the best out of more, or who listens to him more. Do you think Ramsdale will be know. gone by? I think if he's if if Arteta sat him down, which he would have by now, and said you're not my first choice, I think Ramsdale might be gone by January. Yeah, yeah. he needs to play in the Euros. Definitely. in the yeah, summer, yeah. first choice. So. Uh, ben Foster said a great story about Edward Van der Sar once got a call when he was at Juventus, and they said, um, "Just wanted to give you a heads up, we've um, we've bought a goalkeeper. Said, oh right, yeah, forty million. Um, <laughs> it's a world record fee. Um, his name's Gigi Buffon. <laughs> yeah. um, but we've not made any decisions. You're both going to battle <laughs> it out. And he was like, "Well, you've just spent." Money on a dude, like it's over. Right? <laughs> I'm going. I'm and going he, to Fulham. <laughs> and he was suggesting the same thing with Ramsdale. So, um, so I think there is. I, yeah, I, I think it's uh, his time is number. That's numbered. gonna hurt, man. I'm, okay. I'm a big fan of Ramsdale. Man. Are Arsenal gonna win the league? Um, yes, this year. Yes, I don't think City are. I think obviously still gonna be just as close. Um, I think City will never fall out of the race, and this will, will still be top two and still put the pressure on I just think two things I think City aren't as strong as they were last year and I also think Arsenal are I think even though we've we're not doing as well we've drawn we've drawn two games off I think we're stronger mentally than last year once you've experienced something like that I think maybe you know how to deal with it a bit better when it gets to that crunch time but City are no joke and they can go 10-12 games in a row wins and Haaland just because he's not scoring right now doesn't mean he can't score four four games in a row but I think at this current moment in time (laughs) yes yes but and I think Spurs will fall off a little bit and I think Liverpool will be there and thereabouts I've got a funny feeling about Liverpool I'll tell you I think they've got all the ingredients 
like I know defensive people get nervous about them. I get it. Yeah. But I think they've got a lot of answers. Mm. A lot of answers and a lot of goals. I and with everything you've just said there, I think it could make a difference. And do Arsenal need a nine in January to win the league? And is that nine Ivan Tony? Yes and yes. Okay. Yes, for the first question, do we need a number nine to win the league? Yes. Is that number nine Ivan Tony? Um based on what there's available right now, probably there's not anything else. Ivan mm. Tony scored twenty league goals last season. No joke. Um, coming in six, last six months of the season, having that Ivan Tony, Jesus, and Ketia uh, as the options, Martinelli and Saka either side, Nelson have good front line there, even crazy front line. We'll still be in the Champions League because we we'll, we'll, should get through our groups. Champions League finals at Wembley, you don't need to be the best team to win a Champions League, so I want to compete for both. And having that extra striker at that level, I think, sets is there, us. Is there any concern on Ivan Tony having spent all this time off that second half of the season as a bit of a pre-season? Almost for him. Do you know what nah. might be useful with him is that you don't put him in, you don't bring him in and plonk him in. That's mm. what. That's what. Like, I, I think that's the mistake with Havertz. I think he should have gone. Mm. He should have been chomping Easy, at the man. bit. Yeah. Get, let me get. Let me prove this. Yeah. Instead, you went go, yeah. and it's too, it's been too much for him. I think. So I think with Ivan Tony, you go. Well, you haven't played for a bit. You're gonna have to sit there for a second, and then when he comes on, he's on a mission. Yeah, like, I think. And he's that, that kind really of. Useful. He's not that kind of player where yeah. he's always trying to prove people wrong. You know, because yeah, of his yeah, career, yeah. he's played at Scunthorpe. You know, like he's he's come all the way up Peterborough and yeah. Brentford. Like he's always proven because he got he's dropped. Got great he, he got great He got yeah. released from Newcastle. Newcastle you know, so yeah. he's always been proving people wrong. And for Brentford, he before Mitrovic season after he broke the record in Championship for like the most goals in a season. Mm-hmm. He came to the Premier League as a Brentford player, got double digits goals in his first season, twenty league goals in his second season. Like he's always proving people wrong. Mm. Um, he so I think he wins he every header. How many yeah. strikers do that so and can good. actually have still still have decent feet as well? Yeah. I think he's unbelievable. Same. Um, one question, because I'll regret it if I don't ask it. It's my podcast, so fuck it. <laughs> Go the, for it. What, when we were talking about um, Arteta and you were kind of sure about him, yeah. is there... And Kai, if you've got one as well, I have a think. Um, is there anything that you feel like you're certain about in football or with football players? Like, I think we spoke about it a while ago, but I'm so, like, I am absolutely adamant that Jude Bellingham will will win a major tournament for us as captain. I just think for he's... For England? Yeah. Mm. I just can't see how that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, th- I like Obviously, you're fearful of uh, injuries and things like that, but I've, I've never been so sure on a player as I am about Jude Bellingham. Like, he has absolu- like, absolutely every ingredient um, I've ever seen. Yeah, um, I'm just Ma- impressed by him as a person, just how he can walk into any, situ- any place and be like, this is my team or this is... He's going to Real Madrid. Plays like Vinicius Junior. Plays that of like just top, top players. And he's like the group leader of that little, those Honestly, young boys. Yeah. You know, he's, you can see even the Camavinga. He's like the group leader of them. You know, he's like... Because it's, it's, it's almost like Real Madrid are going through this rejuvenation of the youngsters. Yep. But they've gone and got the best of the best. The two of many. Camavinga, yeah, Valverde, insane. Vinny Junior, Rodrigo. These guys should all have that ego about them. But he's come in there take to it like a duck to water Amazing. 10 goals in 10 games key winners the, the friendships he's built with them but then even last season leading that kind of Dortmund team to that title charge he was the captain of that oh. team at 18 I know a couple of others actually it popped in. I was watching the under 21s and I f- Harvey Elliott and Rico Lewis mm-hmm. I was just like oof it's too good, but Rico Lewis yeah. I've been kind of like okay like he's, you know he's sort mm. of he's um, subservient to a point he was like 
it was like filthy. Some of the stuff is <laughs> it's yeah. just like but just silly so little the, touches. Those seeing it, so many of them can play for the senior team. Like, yeah, the England twenty ones is full of senior team players. Like a lot of them can just play for. But England. I'm so excited! Yeah. Like imagine a midfield like you've got. And the options, like Ricolo is so different to mm. Declan Rice, Jude mm. Bellingham so different to that, Harvey Elliott so different to that. It's insane. Like those, t- there's another two that I just feel like have even Harvey Elliott's not really. I think Harvey Elliott will surpass Jones at Liverpool at some point. I think mm. I just think he's he's undeniable. You rate him that highly? I think he's awesome. Wow. I think he's really really he's awesome. Re- he's really good. Um, yeah. Is there any any anything springs that to you're mind? Certain of that you're sure of. Kai, you got anything? I mean, mine was Arteta. I was yeah. sure of him. I was mm. certain of him. And you're right. I'm trying to think now. I what? think. Oh, sorry, go, sorry. No, go for it. Go on, I'm go trying on. to think right now. I think Paul Mullen, Wrexham striker. He'd get, <laughs> He's going to the top. He'd get 20 in the championship. Oh, really? I'm certain he would, yeah. Because right. there's a lot of discourse in Welsh football culture at the minute. Like, we think Mullen, he qualifies for Wales. So we think, call him up, he scores goals, put him in a better team, scores goals. Sure. And the Swansea and Cardiff fans are like, no, he doesn't play in the championship. Like, so? Scores right. goals? Yeah. You're adamant. 20 goals. Got 36 in League Two for Cambridge, and they named a stand after him, and he left, and the stand still called the Mullen stand. Did they, call, did they do that? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's oh, yeah. out of order, actually. Tim Pot. When you get that. <laughs> that is a yeah. Yeah. should call him up. <laughs> yeah. I think my certainty might sound crazy, but I think Ange Postacoglu is going to deliver Spurs their first silverware. Yeah. I think I'm... Feel it. And I, I know it's only eight cup, games 100%. in. People will say, oh, what's the evidence? What's the proof? But I just think, similar to what you said with Arteta, there's just the feeling of you know when it's right. I feel like we've kind of gone back to almost like the Pochettino, Harry Redknapp style manager where they kind of develop Fear's gone, isn't four it? young players. Yeah, I think the, the weight of expectation has gone as well. Spurs have been kind of in the top four race and everyone's been like, okay, can you kick on? What can you do next? Now we've fallen away a little bit. That pressure's not there. No European football. And I think the board have also learnt lessons over the last couple of years in trying to rush the process, if you like, with Jose and Aconte. Mm. But you also can't um, hand-tie the good managers that you do yes. get, like a Redknapp or a Pochettino. So I'm hoping with Ange, they've learnt a lot of that lessons and he can actually be the manager. Because I feel like if he does, he's also a manager who deserves it. Mm. Like oh, at this wow. stage, yeah, the progressions he's yeah. made in his career, the way he talks, the way he carries himself, he comes and then this dry spell... I would love that to be his list. Do you know what I can see as well is, is you know, Tottenham great, having a great season, right? But you'll have an injury here or there and, and there isn't that same depth there. So you, you'd still be doing well, but you may have fallen away a touch, right? You then get into the FA Cup. And I think the mindset going into FA Cup games is that you've now got a team where you haven't got the overall pressures of Europe. You haven't got the overall pressures of uh, the league because, you you know, it depends where you are at that point yeah. and it might be tighter. But you've also got the ability of beating the best. And that all together... I can see Ange in his suit in the sun on in a semi-final or a final, yeah. and and you but but going into those games, yeah. previously it's been like oh, you know it's that shot of Ryan Mason and the graphic with like Pep's yeah, played like yeah. five hundred yeah. games he's done two yeah. like I think with Postecoglou it would be like front foot go for it yeah. and I I think that's a mentality. That is, it's incredible how that's been able to sort of wash over to, uh, to them so quickly. I need, to see, so I need to see a North London Derby Cup final. That's something we all need oh, at Wembley. Yeah. That's something I think we all need. It's enormous. Oh, I think that'll be incredible. With Harry Kane, the Fred Pastor. That'll be incredible. I'm signing that, in January. That would be so poetic, At Wembley, honestly. North London Derby. I, I was even saying, was it... Oh, what year was it where we were almost both in the Europa League and I was like, oh, right. it would be so beautiful. I, like, I, I remember doing the kickoff with Hugh Wizzy 
and it was the Europa League final and Arsenal lost to Chelsea, Chelsea yeah, yeah. and Tottenham were playing Liverpool the that Champions Saturday League, yeah. Yeah. and he, and when he knew that Arsenal were losing I've never seen panic in someone oh my like that because <laughs> he was like he was like oh no like this is Tottenham it's happening it's yeah. happening it's happening it's happening Tottenham are going to win Tottenham are in the Champions League yeah. and we are nothing yeah. and they are everything and I've never seen panic like that so I would love to see I would oh. love to see an Arsenal Tottenham final to see that panic oh any competition just, League yeah. Cup Epic anything just... I think I'd have to root for Tottenham Again, really? I one up, but us at Wembley to. though, <coughs> Arsenal at Wembley, come on. We had Wembley as our home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone wanted Wembley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's get back to it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, kit change. Uh, is there any anything that you'd like to to tweak? Go Ooh. on. You have something in mind. I remember there was a kit once upon a time. I think 2002, 2003. Cameroon, if you lot remember, Puma. Don't say it. He's gonna say Absolute it. Absolute world class kids. <laughs> but for about? some reason, all oh, right, okay, okay. FIFA said it was against the rules and they banned them. But for me, in my eyes, that was one of those iconic kits that I always wish almost took off like a little bit what, of a trend. The, what, and the, not... onesie, the onesie vest. <laughs> yeah, the was it onesie? Yeah. It wasn't yeah, a onesie. Was it wasn't a onesie. There was a onesie, there was a onesie, was a onesie and there was a vest. Right, it's yeah. both, right. Wow. Imagine a onesie. Yeah, that, the, the onesie's kind of crazy. So, but I, I do love the vest idea. Yeah, the vest of, wasn't too bad. For Maybe for like an alternate, you know, one-off yeah. 125th anniversary celebration summer. maybe or something. In the summer, end yeah. of season, yeah. Well, I mean, when, when, when I first saw they said the kit change, I thought, yeah, it was something to change about a kit. So I was going to say, Take that devil off United's badge. We shouldn't be celebrating the devil. I say take it off. Maybe that's why the Qataris don't want to own you. Um, but because I saw the examples you sent, it's more about like things in the kit you would change. First of all, those tiny shin pads. There was like yeah, the little glass primary school. Yeah. I've got a pair of them. What 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 are they protecting? Like I, I don't I don't know how they're allowed. In, I, I genuinely don't know how. I've seen how ridiculous they are. It's literally like smaller than my iPhone. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pointless. It's, that, that shouldn't be allowed. That should I remember be banned. When, I remember when Shimpas used to have ankle Little Sonico. <laughs> yeah. Bad boys. The ankle I hate traps. them. Can, uh, they rub. Yeah. I, oh, I, still, I still can't wear them. I have to like, I'm so specific. Um, I have to like, I cut my socks yeah. and everything. I would tape it, everything. Yeah. But my Shimpas are a good size though. They're not flipping tiny. So <laughs> I'll expel those. And um, If Arsenal had to be a different colour, what colour would you want them oh to be? Oh my God, what a question. Oh, Arsenal has to be a different colour. The thing about football is like the only main, the colours are like red, blue, white. You can't go anywhere else. Uh, so, it's f okay, let, let me rephrase. Forget Arsenal. What's another kit? If you were like, so what annoys me about Chelsea, amongst other things, is that I quite like the kit. Yeah. So is there a like, what kit colour do you like that's another team? Ooh, Good question. Oh. I'll chuck um, in a few. So I, I quite like um, I quite like Napoli's. Kit. I was gonna say Syria are straight away. Some mm. of the talented teams have the best kits. Inter Milan, Inter Milan. Purpose. I'm a big fan of Inter Milan kit. Green, green and black stripes. Oh, I love it. Nobody does that. Green, yeah. green is my favorite mm. color as well. Green so and black stripes. Nice. It works. Sassuolo do it very well oh, with right, the Puma right. kits. It works. It definitely does work. And green is my favorite color. So maybe stand down. Yeah, I think a lot of the Syria R teams have some of the best kits. Roma. 
It's very Rome royal. It's very yeah. royal. Their kit looks very, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. very prestige. I like the color, the maroonish color with the gold. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. Um, Snoods was a weird time, wasn't it? Snoods. Do you remember when people people used to wear like these like rubber bracelets? I mean, it's Lance Armstrong's thing. I call them. Oh right, yeah, yeah but like it was a sort of 2005. Yeah, like Gerard loved it. They all had them, and I remember thinking that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, <laughs> that's not allowed. Um, anyway, so that, that was just written down here. What I, I did like, well done, Kai. This is great. GoPros mandatory on all players' chests. I think with technology, there's no reason why you can't have a you yeah. know a wee little. I mean, we uh, saw in preseason. We saw in preseason. Yuri Tillemans had one on, and it was so fascinating to watch. Like, and that seems like a tap. I've been playing football for my whole life, but watching that, I never realized how fast the Premier League is. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! I could have lost a yeah. second. Yeah. I would say maybe not for every player, but for the captains. Because the captains will be the ones communicating with the referees the most, they'll idea. probably get really the most insight from I the managers maybe, yeah. and things like that. You actually probably get the best point of view from the captain's perspective. Maybe the goalies too. Yeah. Yeah. Be able to see, you're going to see goals flying. That yeah. might be quite yeah, good. I mean, like, we got... saw when Ben Foster first came up doing GoPros in the yeah, goal. Bless him. Yeah, bless him. It was totally. very cool. Yeah. He wore a chess cap didn't he, for one game, I think. Right, last one. Yep. Uh, changing something about the fans. Mm, changing something about the fans. Dangerous question, this book. Ah, change something about the fans. Let me think. That one, that's one I struggled with. Okay, I this but. is an absolute must be banned. The the signs for the can I have your shirt? I've <laughs> got to go. I've got to go. Yes. Like Kai, yeah. Kai wrote that one down. I, yeah. That would have been mine regardless. It's uh, it's I'm I'm so disappointed in the parents. Yeah. I know you yeah. want to like you want to do a bit of art. I get it. Of course. Like it's just it's grim. And it's yeah. just yeah, stop it. It's, it's just too beggy. What if the play is shit? What if it's a really bad play? <laughs> Except <laughs> still playing pro football, aren't they? Yeah. But you can still yeah, shout but... from the side, can't you? It's just a oh, I don't know, man. It's I just agree. too much. I agree. And it's like there's so many of them. So it's like like you're not you know, it makes it even worse for the player. Yeah. Because he feels like it like a Filming a penalty, it should be banned as well. Yeah. Filming Good anything should be filming anything should be banned, man. Like what, what if, if you're in the ground you should have to keep your you, have to, you should have to keep your phone in your pocket. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I get to games, right, I'll film before the game or the walkout or the pit. And that's it. The film, what is me filming the penalty going to do? Because everyone sees it on TV anyway. It's like concerts. It's mental. Yeah. It's, it's like you're at the concert. Yeah. Watch it. Like, I get, that's what I'm saying. So, same as concerts. Concerts, I might film my favourite song. You'll get you get a bit. Yeah, I yeah, might film Instagram my favourite. I'm excited for this song. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get a little bit. But people have their phones out the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, watch it. Because, especially for a football game, I don't care if I go on your story and I see this free kick, this penny, this corner. I'm like, I can, I can see you it on, on YouTube. Well. I can see it on TV. Most people care. will film those things and never watch them back as well. That's it's, yeah. it's all for social media. What are you for yeah, other people. Yeah, and I'm like, you're not. You've paid for this experience. Yeah. Enjoy and embrace the experience. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. I, I can't get around what's going through their heads because. There's sky cameras there and they think, oh, yeah, wait, this, this is the wait, best camera. I've yeah. just discovered a hidden angle nobody knows about and it's just the back of the net. Yeah. <laughs> but there's little things you can film, I think, like a goal goes in, we can film a celebration to cap that, capture that moment. I don't want to see you filming the actual goal because I can see it in a million different angles from professional cameras. Film your, maybe film your celebration with the crowd. Show yeah. the, the limbs flying around. Yeah. Fair. One but don't show me the goal. I've seen it already. Multiple replays. That's One so thing right. I would ban with the filming the limbs is do you know when people shake the phone to make oh, it look uh, like it's limb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for extra limbs. Right, okay. That's a trick. Uh, so that's good. Well done. Yeah. I mean, did you have anything else? 
Any any more for any more? I think those two are good ones. The yeah. signs and the the filming the, the the pitch. I think those. I agree with both of them very much. Yeah. So. I, yeah. I'm always a bit funny about um, when people say there's a, a an agenda or a conspiracy <laughs> with, oh. when, with like refs and stuff like that. And I'll get tweets now of people going, "Yeah, but have you not?" Seen... Please don't. Like yeah. it's. Like, I just struggle with the that. conspiracy theories. It's, yeah. it's just utter nonsense yeah. for I mean, me. For but me. then you see Mike Dean come out and say he didn't. You know, this player was a mate of his and all that stuff. But that's not, cons- that's not conspiracy. It's not conspiracy, that's, but it's like hmm. it's acting. Yeah, that's just favoring shit. something. That's life. Yeah, there's, I don't. I don't think there's. Yeah, I don't think there's conspiracies. I think every team gets a point this season where they feel like hard done by. Yeah. Like, and and the, the idea that there's an agenda against the bi- the bigger teams is just a nonsense. It's yeah, just nah. it's. All smaller team fans will will yeah. side with me on that one. A uh, couple of uh, ripple effects to end on. First of all, YouTube boxing. How was Saturday night? Were you there? Fred? No, I wasn't. No, I watched it. I was there. How was it? Awful. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah, awful. Go on. The event was obviously good. It was like the biggest one. Right. It's awful. All my friends lost. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, how's Kenny? Is he right? Uh, I actually haven't seen or spoken to him since. Oh, really? Um, give him a minute, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I think he's... It's a frustrating fight, that. Very He's just running at him. Yeah. yeah. That needs to be a rule. Yeah, <laughs> oh God, like, like, come on. Come, come to fight. But yeah. um, just as much as it was um, frustrating tactics from Anthony Taylor, it was also... Kenny could have done better to deal with the problems that he was facing, you know. Um, yeah, Anthony Taylor, I think, is a frustrating, frustrating fighter anyway. He's a yeah. professional MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to... He's a, he's a wrestler, so he clinches yeah. well. He, he makes the fight ugly. He's a, he's a much older guy than uh, Kenny and a lot more experienced in just the fighting world. So he knows what he needs to do, the dirty tactics. Yeah. And I kind of respect the dirty tactics. Like, you know what you need to win, but... I like um, that with Kenny, though. He's like... It's this all a journey, isn't it? It's, it's like it's just you know, Ken, Ken, yeah, Kenny, win or lose, he's kind of. Kenny takes he the loves harder, it. Kenny takes the hardest fights. I think Kenny yeah. has had harder fights than KSI in total. I, I think so. Like he has the hardest fights. He's the most active. Um, Kenny's first fight was last year, 2022 April. That's right? crazy. Kenny's got one less fight than KSI. Kenny's wow. got seven fights in since 2022 April. Seven fights. He's, I think he's top two or top three most active fighters in the whole influencer boxing scene. That's amazing. The most active fight. He fights anyone and the hardest fighters. Like, he doesn't care. Like, he'll, I think he's had one easy fight out of seven. So, he will be back. He will be back. We don't worry about He's that. one of the best, but he's, he just needs to, like, get a run of wins going and he needs to start picking his fights better, I reckon. Okay. YouTube Box Chat. So, uh, here's Ripple. The popularity of the Prime card will see Prime FC reach the Champions League. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the success and continued growth of Prime, yes, yeah, they will likely look. Yeah, it's insane. They're, they're signing everyone. <laughs> they've got Harlan. Like, yeah, Harlan's a prime athlete. Harlan's wow. a prime athlete. Playing yeah. for Prime FC. They will soon be playing for Prime FC. Yeah. Uh, due to the growth of Prime, they will likely look at their competitors and analyze what they're doing. One of the Red Bull's biggest projects is their multi-club ownership of football teams. Wow, yeah. Over the last five years, we've routinely seen at least one, sometimes two Red Bull-owned teams in the Champions League. Therefore, Prime will look to do the same. A market Red Bull uh, haven't touched upon yet is the English team market, so maybe Prime will get in there first. This could definitely happen. Prime Argyle. (laughs) <laughs> prime, prime, I can see it. Prime, yeah, <laughs> yes, okay. Prime, so, would you change? Pie face is fuming right now. 
what, what if they came and said we'll change Queens Park Rangers to Prime Park Rangers and you have to be PPR? Ooh. Would you support them? Would I support them? Probably not. Because <laughs> it's not QPR anymore. It's PPR though. <laughs> what do you mean? PPR. You're just saying letters at me. It's not yeah. QPR though, is it? Well, I have no affinity to Prime. Well, but it'll be PPR. <laughs> it's, it's that's fine, but like, I'm not club. supporting them. Queens Prime Rangers. Queens, Queens, Queens yeah. Oh. Van Hal said that. Well, Queen, Queens Prime Rangers, yeah. <laughs> You'll still be QPR. Queens Prime Rangers, yeah. Pop it in the, in the middle. Um, and you have so much investment. We got the, yeah, yeah. Just have QPR everywhere. I mean, much everyone else investment. is sold out. Yeah, why not? Go why? on then. As long as it's still QPR, sometimes. yeah. I'm not. You know, how wedded am I to the word park? That's what I don't I'm know. That's I what don't I'm know. Um, I'd, I'd rather not. Um, but, but I think they could obviously buy. It's more like a. I don't know. You start. You you want to do it properly, wouldn't you? So you want to go like non-league and work your way up. Yeah. Yeah, like St Albans or something like that. Yeah. You might go and buy them. Imagine. Nah, yeah, like, where's he from? He's from. Where, I was going to say, where is he from? He's from Miranda, yeah, yeah. Watford's yeah, yeah. not from. Watford, right? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Could definitely Probably. happen, mate. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Clip it up. MK you heard Prime. it here first. MK Prime, they'll definitely. Yeah, no, no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> um, okay, uh, what will be the ripple effect uh, be of uh, KSI versus Tommy Fury and the decision? Is KSI versus Fury 2 inevitable? Quick answers. Ah, I don't think so. Nah, I don't think so. There's a lot of money there. Yeah. Because you do, regardless if you fight it again, you take the money, you win or you lose, you still fight Jake Paul, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is the problem with this for me, to a point, is that it's about elongating it as Mm -hmm. much as anything, because that's where the money is. Almost making it like a three-fight series. That's why they haven't made a Jake Paul fight happen, because everyone knows that'll be the the pinnacle. Yeah. So you've got to delay the the pinnacle, yeah. Exactly. But maybe, but I don't don't know, because I I don't think the first fight was entertaining enough for the casual viewers for them to be excited about a rematch as much. But then again, you think that now, but then once it does get booked and they do the press conference and stuff, you get excited all over again. Yeah, Tommy Fury, get, um, get what's his dad called? John. John. Get John John's Fury. head about something. <laughs> um, Big John Fury. I'm a fighting man. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Uh, right, boys, we're going to take a, a break here cool. and uh, we're going to do the tier list. Really excited oh, to yeah, do that. Um, guys, do me a favor. Make sure you follow us. We're trying to get ourselves to 5K five-star ratings, which would be absolutely insane. Uh, we've done over 50 podcasts now, so we're really, really proud of the, the sort of catalogue that we've got. Um, if you enjoyed uh, Fuad's voice, we've done two podcasts mm-hmm. before as well. <laughs> yeah, more of that, more of those sounds. Um, check out the uh, guys. If you are new to the letters SDS or Sharky or Fuad, then these guys are wonderful people. Links to their um, channels and podcasts and all that stuff are in the description. And finally, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back later in the week. <laughs>